together there's uh breakfast for dinner um liquor for breakfast beer for lunch uh speaking of which i have a nice cold but light lime in my hand it's actually the last one i have i drank the rest of them in probably for breakfast that was great very refreshing if you haven't tried Bud Light Lime. It's like um it's like a perfect uh summer drinking beer. Like um if it's really, really hot, because they're not the best tasting to be honest, but um they're pretty good. Um in like hundred degree weather, Bud Light Lime is amazing, especially like if you're at the river, Palm Springs, uh somewhere like that. Um very, very good beer to drink. It's got to be super cold though, otherwise it tastes like um, it tastes like old um, like you'd licked a, a an orange peel or lime peel that's been sitting on the ground, like on the asphalt. Yeah, it's not good. But this one's delicious. It's really cold. My fridge is really cold, and I have a backup too, just in case. Look at I got a I got a uh, ruby grapefruit white claw, which is actually the worst flavor because who likes grapefruit, right? Um, it's nasty, but it's all I had. This is like the last of the scraps of my um, uh, White Claw and Bud Lights. Um, I had some special drink for Travis and Christian and myself. I had uh, a special surprise for them, but they didn't. Uh, they weren't able to make it today. Um, we had a uh, we had a long week. Everyone's kind of social distancing, trying to do that thing trying to keep it right, um, trying to abide um, and, you know, just kind of do our part for um, society's sake. And not only for society's sake, but for our own sake, because it's our own health at risk, too. Um, even though uh, I've been going to work um, and uh, traveling, but um, that's a different thing. Like I, when I go to the office, uh, there's no one there. I'm like one out of uh, two people there at any given time. Uh, it's an enclosed office, um, lots of space. Uh, no one's really there. Uh, if someone comes in, it's usually the maintenance guy to uh, stock up the bathroom with toilet paper. Um, I don't know why he's stocking it up. There's nothing, there's no one in there. So um, uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, otherwise it's because I go to Universal Studios um, and, uh, there right now it's like a ghost town there. It's like a ghost town. The only people who are there are like security guards, police officers. Uh, they have an LAPD substation up there. Um, 
and they're the only ones there. Like they, the security guards say they're 12, 13 hours a day. I know they're bored out of their minds, but um, it's, you know, there's no one there. It's kind of eerie. Um, no one is, uh, no one's around. Uh, it's only me. So I walk up and, you know, it's just like, wow, um, this is weird because it's, it's never like that. But, um, yeah, so anyway, so I go over there, but there's no one there. I, even if there's someone there, we social distance, and the distance is like 20 feet. So the office is pretty big, so I'm, I'm lucky in that regard. And, and they clean the, um, the office. They come and sanitize it, I think, uh, after hours um, with, like, Lysol or whatever they do. They have a, a cleaning service there that comes and cleans the, the offices there. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, if you see on the video, I think I'm, if you can see it, I've got a, uh, I've got my cowboy hat on, um, because it's like, um, an homage to what's going on around. It's kind of the wild west out there. Um, and that's how I feel like there's not really, <laughs> it seems like there's, there's no, um, I don't want to say police presence or anything like that because there's definitely a presence, but it's not, um, anything that, uh, okay. So example, I uh, was driving down the 101 today. First of all, it's a 55, like there's a stretch of the 101 that's 55 miles per hour. And it's like the connector from the 60 to the 101. It's 55 miles an hour. If you didn't know that, now you know. Um, it's not 70, it's not 75, uh, it's 55. So um, I've always known this, but everyone speeds through there like like crazy. So um, I was there today and um, I was behind a car who was going pretty slow. So I moved to the right, um, and a cop comes from behind me. I knew it was a cop because I'm paying attention. I'm a very good driver. Um, I pay attention to all traffic signs, all traffic lights. Um, I use my signals. Um, you know, that means I'm better than you. So uh, anyway, so the cop was barreling behind me, and I pulled out of the way, um, and uh, he comes probably doing 80, 80 miles an hour. And the guy in front of me is probably going about 40, 45 miles an hour. So, and he was all over the road. Uh, and he was swerving in and out of the lanes. The cop didn't, didn't care. He went around him, looked in his window. The guy didn't even flinch, kept on doing what he was doing. I pulled up to the guy, passed the guy. The guy was actually texting with his head straight in his lap. And um, uh, <laughs> there was no, the cop didn't care. So, you know, I think they have bigger fish to fry. Uh, you know, maybe they're concerned about, uh, you know, getting something from someone if they pull someone over. I don't know. It could be. Um, I haven't really talked to uh, any of my law enforcement friends who actually are on patrol um, driving, um, if that's the case or if there's something like that um, going on. But uh, it's another thing with the uh, law enforcement, too. What I don't get to, uh, I saw some video on uh, Facebook today, which, first of all, Facebook is like the number one uh, <laughs> source of misinformation I've ever seen in my life. In my life. Um, if you go on Facebook at any given time, like you can see all these guys and girls who just post articles. I don't know where they come from. It's like uh, home, home and Garden in the Hood, Volume 4. Um, talking about how Donald Trump has two heads or something like that. And they're all like, oh, my God, did you see this? Like, it's just ridiculous. Every day it's just like, wow, let me go see, let me go see how many Martians are living in, um, in, 
in, in Riverside today. It's like reading the National Enquirer every day. It's like insane. But, um, you know, that's that's just social media for you. Everything, you know, isn't – Facebook is the worst. It's the worst thing ever. I, I'm, I'm on there to chat with my relatives and friends, but I just see, like, the um, – the people I associated with before they, of course they add you on there and you know, they're the biggest proponents of fake news and, you know, just stuff that doesn't even make sense. Um, <laughs> it's kind of, uh, it's kind of funny. And, you know, I like to read the comments and everybody gets all riled up and, um, um, they're like, Hey, I don't, I, I didn't read this. Where'd you see this? And they're like, Oh my God. And they just sp- spread fake news and, you know, with the photos and the videos that aren't even from today or even the the years from another country, a different year. And it's just like, man, these guys just go on and on and on. And it's just like, oh, my God, this is enough. But uh, speaking of Facebook, uh, I was watching a uh, video which um, involved the LAPD and um, a group of uh, uh, people from uh, a certain neighborhood in L.A. And... Uh, <laughs> they weren't really social distancing. Speaking of the law enforcement, um, they were standing right next to each other. They didn't have any any gloves on. They didn't have any masks on. They didn't have any eye protection on. They didn't have any of that. Like nothing was going on. So, I mean, how how does how does that is? Uh, my question is: Is it an example? Or are they setting an example for us? Or they just out out there just raw dogging life? Like I don't get it. So you know, I just see these guys and I'm like, hey, okay, well. Um, what kind of message does it send? Like, okay, well, you guys aren't social distancing. Um, you guys aren't worried about anything. Like, you know, what does that tell me? Um, but what does it tell you? It tells me that either they don't care or two, they don't think anything is a threat to them. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure. Does anybody know? I don't know. Um, so that, it kind of stunned me today, but, um, Speaking of what was going on on that Facebook post, on that video, um, someone was taking a live video. What they were doing, uh, they were congregating. There was a big congregation of uh, a group of people uh, at a liquor store, um, and they didn't want to leave because the owner actually shut the liquor store down, a gas station, actually, and uh, they didn't want to leave. And there was probably like 20 or 30 people there just gathering, uh, you know, at the gas station randomly. And uh, it was just it was just funny to me. I was like, why are, why is everybody um, wh- why do they feel the need to gather like that in in groups, even though that they know that um, you know stuff's going on? I don't get it. Um, it just it just befuddles me because they're you know people complain all the time that they're not safe. You know they don't feel protected you know they always feel like they get the the brunt of everything and uh in the general public speaking um and you know then they complain when someone does get sick or someone does get hurt or someone does get assaulted by the cops um it's just you know i don't i don't understand so you put yourself in harm's way you're putting other people in harm's way you're putting the law enforcement in harm's way um it's it's silly it's silly it's a bunch of silly gooses out there and i don't i don't i don't like it i don't like it you know there's no need for it it's uh, it's stupid, and I'm, and I'm tired of it. Um, and it's not to say that they're ruining it for everybody else, but because I don't think that's that's it either. Um, but uh, it definitely doesn't make any anybody look good. It doesn't make um, the law enforcement comfortable. It doesn't make our government comfortable. Um, basically, they're revolting in, in a subtle way, 
to authority. Um, and that's that's stupid. It's stupid. I mean, it's right now it's just a touchy time. Um, like there's there's kind of lockdown. And it's it sounds stupid to say lockdown, but it's like um, a stay at home order, uh, blah, 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 whatever it's called. But nonetheless, when I go today, today I was driving and there was like the most cars I've seen on the freeway in like two weeks. Um, and I was like, Hey, where's everybody going? Like no one's, no one's going back to work. I know that for sure. Um, although it was, uh, the first of the month ish and maybe people have rent checks to drop off or something like that. I don't know. I'm not sure what goes on. Maybe they had to pick up their, their WIC coupons or something like that. Maybe they needed to refill their EP, EBT, uh, grocery car. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what goes on on the first through the third or the fourth. Like, what's up with the first week? I think uh, that has something to do with it, but uh, there was just a lot of cars out today. But um, uh, it's just a weird time, man. And I, I don't I don't really, I'm not that comfortable with it because I don't like, um, I like to f- feel, um, like most of us, I'm sure, um, like to feel carefree. I mean, I like those days. Um, I like to feel you know, that everything's okay. I can go to the store without having to worry about anything. Um, I can walk into, uh, you know, a mall. I can go, you know, these are the things that I miss, you know. Um, Like, there's things that I miss, like, uh, you know, of course, I miss the sports. Um, I miss all the sports. I miss the uh, the baseball games, uh, opening day. Today would have been the Angels opener, uh, the home opener, and we always go to that. A bunch of friends and everybody tries to get out there and um, you have a good time. Um, today was a Friday. It would have been really, really, really tight. Uh, we would all had a good time. Um, but, you know, that's, that's axed. Um, the whole season, I think, is going to be axed, to be honest with you. Uh, what bums me out about the baseball season is, you know, first of all, baseball is my favorite uh, sport. Um, excuse me while I drink my delicious but lime, but light lime, um, is that the All-Star Game was going to be in L.A. this year. Um, the All-Star Game um, only comes, you know, probably it's only been out here maybe like five, six times in the past 20 years. Because uh, they go to each each city and each park all over the country, and uh, it was LA's turn this year, so that was kind of a bummer because um, I was actually probably, um, well, yeah, I was actually going to get to go to this game, um, but uh, you know that sucks. Um, uh, it, it makes me sad because you know I miss it. If if there's no baseball on TV, like there there's not baseball on for six months, and that during that six months, like I I go insane because I have to find some something else to watch some other sports i usually end up watching of course like the nba i watched nfl but i only watched the playoff games and i only watched the super bowl um and (laughs) to be honest i'm not a football fan i go to super bowl parties so i can you know eat chicken wings and you know drink beer and you know have a good time and laugh with the guys but um that was the bummer about the uh, baseball season um it makes me sad man um the other thing I really miss is like, um, uh, like being able to go to, uh, restaurants. Um, I've been missing, you know, like I, there's a, like a yard house close to my house. Like I always go over there. I get like the spicy edamame, the garlic spicy edamame. 
I get like their jambalaya. Um, their wings are pretty fire. Uh, what else do I get there? Uh, oh, their uh, their mac and cheese um, is delicious. Um, and then they have great craft drinks. They have great beers on tap. Um, it's one of my favorite places like to go and kick it. It's kind of pricey, but you know, it's, it's good stuff. Um, the service is usually pretty cool. Uh, but that, that sucks, man. Like I can't go there. I can't go to, you know, any restaurants. I mean, you can go pick up and take out food to go, but it's not the same. You want to go and you want to chill. You don't want to have to go and pick it up and come home and do the whole thing. Like that's, uh, that's kind of janky to me. I don't like it, man. Like kind of, kind of irks me, but, um, you know, it's just the things like that of the restaurants that I just don't, you know, I, <laughs> I don't wish any of this was going on so I can go and enjoy myself out in public and not having to worry about people spitting on me or coughing on me or anything like that. And, you know, um, another thing is going to the bars and, you know, not that I'm an alcoholic or anything, but yeah, there's a bar close to here that I go to. Um, Travis doesn't like it because uh, there was an incident there <laughs> with him and the owner, um, um, I don't think I don't think uh, Travis would mind if I told a story, and I'll get back to what I what I miss and what I what I uh, wish we had going on. Still, um, so we went to it was actually after the podcast one of the, one day I think it was maybe uh, about a month and a half ago. We went down to the bar and we stopped going there after all um, after this, um, but we went to the bar. I uh, went to the bartender and I got us some drinks. Um, and Travis said, hey, I'll be right back. He's probably going to go use the restroom. And me and my brother were standing at the bar. And then uh, Travis comes back immediately. <laughs> and he was like, hey, yo, what the what the fuck? I was like, whoa, what the hell? What's going on? He's like, this guy back here, um, he, pull, he, he pulled a gun on me. And I was like, where? He was like, yeah, back there in that, in that corner. I was like, in the corner? Yeah, in that hallway back there. So what Travis did, and it's not his fault because it was his first time there and Travis, forgive me for taking you there because it was your first time you've never been there before. But, um, you know, it's the place that I always go to. I was like, yeah, let's just go over here. It's convenient. It's close. It's like two minutes. Uh, we could walk there. Um, <laughs> and he actually went into the wrong side of the bar. He went to uh, the office part hallway instead of going to the left where the actual bathrooms are. And so uh, he ended up coming back and telling us, hey, yo, what the fuck? Like, this guy pulled a gun. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. I, he said, he asked the bartender, Hey, what's, what's up with the guy back there? I was like, Oh, that's probably the owner, Travis. And, um, he was like, well, fuck that. And we told the bartender and the bartender said, yeah, he's, he's really on edge tonight. Um, I was like on edge, you fucking pull a gun on a customer that's never even been here. You have no idea who anybody is. You're over here pulling guns and all this BS on people who just walk by. Like it's, that's insane. Um, you know, nonetheless, it's an office, but there's, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Either he was on drugs, he was high, whatever it is. Who cares? Uh, so we paid our tab and we left. And, you know, I didn't think it was funny. Christian didn't think it was funny. Travis didn't think it was funny. Um, it's a place that I always go to. I've never had a problem there. Um, usually the owner's pretty cool. He seemed kind of weird sometimes. He could be, uh, he could have been having a bad day. He could have been on drugs. Um, you know, who knows? But nonetheless, it's not an excuse for his uh, behavior or uh, pulling a gun out on uh, Travis of all people. He's like the nicest guy you'll ever meet uh, besides me. Um, but that was messed up. So we don't go to that bar anymore. So we went to, we started going to another bar after the podcast um, just to grab a couple of drinks, just to talk about the show and to come up with new ideas. That's what we do. Oh, and they also have like uh, pretty fire tacos at the new place that we go to. Cause uh, usually we record on Tuesdays 
So when we get down there, it's obviously Taco Tuesday. And we get, a um, you know, like three tacos, chicken tacos, asada. They have uh, pretty good fish tacos, too. Um, and so we started going over there. But nonetheless, uh, you know, bars is one thing. Um, and the other thing, too, uh, like the wineries, like all the wineries are closed. That was like one of the first things that were closed. Uh, I like going to wineries. Uh, I, have a, I have a boy who works over there. Uh, so he hooks us up. Um, and it's one of my favorite places to go, actually, like on Sundays, Saturdays, whenever you get a group of friends together and, um, you go head down and you, and you have a great time. We don't have to pay for anything. Um, and you know, we just chill the bar and, you know, have at it, which is really, really cool because they have really great wines. Um, and they also serve beer there too, if you want, but they also have food, they have bocce, um, you know, a few of the guys like to play bocce there and stuff like that. So, uh, it's a real cool place. It's pretty big. I'm not going to say which one it is because I don't want to burn the spot. Um, but yeah, I mean, I miss that place and all the other wineries that are around there too. Um, that's just messed up, man. Like it's, a, it's a great place to get out on a Sunday afternoon, take a little drive it's down in Temecula. Um, you know, it takes 20 minutes from here. And, uh, you know, it's just a good time. You enjoy the sun. Uh, they have all the vineyards. You can go kick it out there and, you know, whatever. You can take your pictures and selfies. You see everybody out there um, taking all those selfies and stuff like that. So it's cool. It's a cool place. Mm. But um, uh, the other thing I miss, too, um, I don't know if this has anything to do with anything, but uh, I miss, uh, like, like real butts, <laughs> like seeing real butts in the wild. Like, come on, man, like. Anyways, that's just another thing. I just, it's just a thought. I'm just uh, thinking out loud. <laughs> but uh, there's a couple of things that I don't miss. Um, I don't miss uh, Takashi Six Nine, <laughs> which he's back in the wild now. He's out. Um, so him and his little fruity haircut, they're back. Uh, and I don't think those uh, face tats are going to sit well when he's like. 80 if you know if he even lives that long but um uh that guy's just a mess but anyways no i don't i don't miss that dude he's back he's back in the scene my Uh, music is trash we got um public selfies all the public videos um that kind of thing (laughs) i'm glad that's not a thing anymore um the closest we came to it that i saw was in the grocery store like people were uh taking photos of like um the empty toilet toilet paper racks and um, <laughs> that kind of thing, which was stupid. I don't know why they were, everybody took a picture of it. I was like, what is everybody doing? This, you guys look stupid. Um, so that's kind of dumb. Um, and uh, what else do I miss? Oh, I don't miss, I don't miss handshakes. I'll be honest with you. I don't miss handshakes um, because I'm not really a handshaker. Um, Unless I really know you, like I, I'm awkward as fuck to begin with. Like I'm not the most outgoing person. I'm just kind of subdued and um, reserved and kind of quiet. Um, if if you don't know me, but if you know me, we'll talk. But I mean, I still like to be quiet. But um, sometimes I just like to not do anything. So I don't miss. I don't miss the the handshakes. Uh, what I really don't miss are like uh, like. Uh, like awkward handshake hug type deals like you get in you get in the middle like of a hug handshake and you get caught and like your feet get all fucked up and like you know you lean in and you kind of do the 
the shoulder thing or you do like the half uh fist bump half you don't know whether they're gonna they're gonna tap knuckles or you're gonna you're gonna squash the hand you're gonna give high five you know it, that's stupid now i don't have to worry about any of that uh, <laughs> i just like hey what's up and that's it move on like all good yeah yeah cool all right so that's that's <laughs> that's one thing i'm not gonna miss thank god uh, we're probably not gonna be doing that for a while um it's just one of those things like the human contact thing uh now perfect like even if we do go back to quote unquote normal um I, <laughs> which is cool for me because i don't like people standing next to me or being close to me um so that's going to work out to my advantage um because i don't like anybody standing near me especially like in the stores i told you guys before like i hate when people are like over your shoulder um or like you know trying to be nosy in the stores like now you can tell everybody w without any repercussion or anything like yo man back up like back the fuck up like you know you can tell somebody that now um and nothing will happen and people will probably applaud you and say hey you know what yeah leave them alone but um <laughs> that's just that's just one thing for me is because my anxiety is fucking through the roof uh like in stores and stuff like that even like at sporting events and things like that um I have I have a hard time adjusting to everybody that's there. I get like flush, and you know, <laughs> it's just it's just uh, maybe I have problems. Maybe I need counseling. I think I do, but um, so that's just another thing that I'm not gonna miss. Um, all that awkward social interaction. Um, it's just thank God it's over for now. Not that I don't like to say what's up or you know pull the homies in close because <laughs> every you know. Uh, you know, I tested positive for uh, missing the homies. That's for sure. Um, there's like, um, <laughs> besides eating myself, um, you know, eating my feelings during this time, because uh, I think I went through all my quarantine snacks already. I think I went through like, uh, you know, I don't know, three bags of chips, Doritos. Um, of course, that's my, my favorite um, chip is Doritos. I eat those. I get that... Um, <clears throat> And if you didn't try it, it's delicious. Like for well, for me, anyways. I know we all have our our, uh, our special snack that we like, but I like Doritos. And um, if you if you go, it's in the chip aisle. It's like that bean dip. It's like in the can. I know it sounds nasty, <clears throat> but it, it's so delicious. Like I love it. Like I think I went through like two or three cans of that already. Um, you know, but you know, eating your feelings and like stressed out, like just because the food's here, and it's not like I stockpiled a million things because it's not like that, but. Um, you know, we're at the house and, you know, there's just, I don't want to say there's nothing to do because there's so much to do. I have so much work to do. Thank God. But, um, you know, you're here at the, at the house and you want to see, you know, what else is in the fridge. Um, you know, the fridge is like, and the cabinets are like, uh, social media, like, you know, what's in there, but you're going to go and open it anyways. And you just because you want to not be nosy, but you, you just want to you just want to open it. It's a reflex. It's a instinct. You know what I mean? So that's kind of me. Um, that's kind of been me here at the house. And um, I'm OK with that. I'm OK with that. I just know that you know, <laughs> either I got to stop eating all the, uh, the Twinkies and ding dongs and go for a jog or something like that. Um, and if you if you're the one that's um if you're someone that's exercising right now like like we all hate you right now to be honest because uh, <laughs> i don't think the majority of people are doing that anyways and you know if you think you're better than me then you probably are <laughs> um 
but you know, besides that, um, um, I. So the thing is, here's here's the thing. So like, with with that being said, is like the state of everybody's mental health right now. Um, and this is something that I've been wanting to, to touch on and talk about a little bit um, with the guys, but we don't always get to it because like we always have some other pressing stuff. We like to talk shit on each other and, you know, bust each other's balls. But um, like the state of everybody's mental health right now, like is a serious subject <clears throat> and it's something that we don't talk about um, all the time. And it's, it's rarely talked about, to be honest with you. And um, like the state and I'll I'll talk for for me and my personal experience, like even over the past couple of years, past three years, four years. um, um, And it's all led up to to this to this time. Like it it hasn't been easy. Like, first of all, like I know I explained that I have uh, uh, I'm just real anxious inside. Um, I don't always have the easiest going spirit, although I may appear chill and quiet um yeah that's true but it's probably because like i'm thinking and it's not like i'm like this all the time it's not that's not what i mean i mean i'm a pretty fun person i like to joke around i like to have fun um as you know well some of you may know like i i I do a lot of comedy and stuff and writing on my instagram with the memes and videos and the whole bit uh that's kind of an outlet for you know from what's inside to just get out without me speaking or saying anything. Um, and it's actually helped me. It's been kind of, uh, like a therapy process for me, uh, besides just making memes or just, uh, posting stupid, stupid shit on there, because I think it has a lot to do with, um, what's inside and what's, um, it's just another angle to what I'm able to express. Um, and that's that's what comes out because you know we all need an outlet, um, whether you know you believe it or not. Uh, we need an outlet, whether it be exercise, whether it be sports, whether it be um, you know being with friends. Uh, you know, you know we all have our thing. Like me is memes and you know that kind of thing. Um, you know, some people like to watch movies. Some people just like to sit in the grass. Some people like to read books. Um, all that's fine and dandy, but I think there's there's definitely a need for an outlet in everyone's uh, life. And however you can find that, um, I think it gives you a sense of peace, at least for that moment or for that hour, uh, 20 minutes. Um, I think it's imperative to find that um, and to uh, to work on it and to make it available, make it available to yourself make it available to others. Um, and I, I say this because like, I'm actually talking to myself when I say these things, I'm not just speaking at you guys or talking to you guys. Um, I'm talking to myself too, when I'm, when I'm saying these things, um, because I want to get better. I want to, I want to be, I don't want to say carefree, but I want to be, um, on top of my mental game. Uh, as much as I can, uh, with as much as I can be in control of, if that makes any sense. Uh, because I think I owe it to myself and I owe it to the people around me who love me, uh, who take care of me and who uh, genuinely have um, their hand uh, held out for me. Uh, I think that's, you can't really, you can't, you can't buy anything like that. You can't go, um, you know, to Costco and pick it up with your toilet paper pack um 
so it's kind of invaluable. You get it from friends. I know I get it from my friends. Um, I get it from my, my mom and everybody around me. And, you know, um, I think it's just important that you get a, a, you have a little support system, whoever it may be, even if it's coworkers or, um, you know, associates, um, you know, outside of work. Um, even if it's somebody on the internet, you know, through, you've met through social media, um, that's actually allotted, um, a lot of friends that I have these days too, um, which is kind of weird, but, um, you know, it, it, it was weird 10 years ago, this today in 2020, it's not that weird to have friends that you've met on uh, the internet because everything gets uh, pretty intimate as far as, uh, what they see on your posts. They, they're able to, for the most part, read your personality, see what kind of things you're into. Um, if it kind of jives with their style, you guys can vibe off of that and each other. You guys have uh, conversations, you collect, um, or you connect on um, certain type of posts, uh, then you start tagging each other and stuff like that, and you kind of relate to each other. Um, and that's how I met a, a lot of these people that uh, I'm uh, around with now. Um, and I'll give you a story, and I think it's an interesting story because I was just talking to... Um, I was talking to my, my buddy uh, Jeff Stearns today at Universal. He's one of the guys that's in the office. Um, so um, we were talking about um, how social media and how, you know, it, it, it came about and how you can meet friends like that. And I'll get back to the mental health thing in a minute. But, um, like, uh, it's funny because I met uh, Mario Lopez um, through my social media. Uh, I didn't know him before. I had no idea um, that I'd ever be, you know, hanging out with him or, you know, be one of his, uh, you know, be be that guy in the circle. And it's um, it, it's a blessing because he's he's uh, put me to work, um, and you know, it's it's doing the stuff that I like to do. Um, it's kind of my niche, and you know, there's certain things that I just know how to do, and you know, he's entrusted me to do some uh, some of these things, which is really really cool. Um, and it makes me happy, and it fulfills my, um, you know, it's filling in the end game that I have um, in my life. So I'm okay with that. But I met him through there. Uh, he started liking my memes. He started following me Instagram, um, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. And I remember one time uh, I was in Arizona. And uh, he was so happened to be in Arizona for Cinco de Mario, uh, which was like, I don't know, two years ago, maybe three years ago. And uh, I, I hit him up in a DM. Um, this was already after he started following me, like in the memes, the blah, blah, blah. And I said, hey, I'm actually going to be in uh, Scottsdale that day. Um, I'm probably going to come through. And he was like, yeah, for sure. Come through. I got you. And uh, he shot me his phone number. He said, hit me up when you're here. So. I skipped. Uh, I skipped work out there. It was we were out there for uh, training uh, for uh, Tilted Kilt in uh, Phoenix, and so I uh, skipped work and I told my uh, my other boss. I told him, "Hey, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna go in today. I'm not gonna go to training. So good luck. Um, I'm going to single to Mario. So um, you know, you never know who you're gonna meet. So I met all these guys um, that day. I met like a group of uh, people I met uh, that were still hanging out with today and doing work and you know one of them we do the podcast the other podcast with let's get into it uh mark roberts you know these guys uh, but i met him i met him all through mario and it was all through social media so it's it's definitely possible to uh make some lasting friendships and to um get things in order um and social media is not a game especially to me 
um, yeah, it may have fun and it may seem that kind of thing, but um, in the end, I mean, you stay at it long enough, um, and not that I'm the most successful person ever on Instagram, but I stay in my own lane. I don't kiss anybody's ass. I do my own thing, um, and it's kind of uh, it's 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 allowed me to do a few things. It's made me some some money. It's made me you know some good friends. Uh, it's put me in a position where you know people say, "No, Dave knows what to do. He's 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 done this, this, and this." So um, that's part of the thing. And these guys, um, back to the mental health thing. Um, these guys, meeting with these guys, and I was talking about it with Jeff Stearns today, um, that they kind of, I don't want to say pulled me out of a, of, of a dark place, but it was at the right time in my life where um, everything was like, um, I had just completed a puzzle, or almost completed a puzzle, and I, I dropped the puzzle off the table. And I was struggling to put all the pieces back up together, put them back on the table. It was a whole process. So, um, and those guys actually helped me um, pick up the pieces. Um, not that they did it, uh, you know, intentionally, but incidentally and coincidentally. Um, and I'm very thankful for that. But I think that for the mental health thing, like especially in these times, like I've seen uh, uh, videos i don't know if you've guys seen them but there's videos going around please don't look them up but um of people jumping out of windows um in new york um you know in in things like that and uh, you know I, I hear like the suicide um, rate in new york at this time is just kind of creeping up uh, little by little and that's just because you know sometimes um there's no way to well people think that there's no way uh no way out and there's no um no end in sight to like the madness and to uh the things that are in their head uh, and it's it's a dangerous game that you play with yourself and um i've come across this uh, personally and you know it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel great and thank god that i have um a like a, a baseline and like uh, where i can you know like a bottom like an like an like a i'm just thankful that i didn't have to go rock bottom that's what i'm saying i'm just glad i didn't have to go rock bottom that i was able to catch myself before then i mean there was a time when yeah i was drinking a lot um it was really the only thing that made me feel better made me feel different from what i was feeling and um you know it, it was really the only thing that was giving me any help uh, because at the time i really couldn't help myself um, in the sense that I wanted to help myself with and uh, it kind of got me through some things um, yeah and it, it worked and it was a, a, a solution for a little while but you know obviously in the end you can't keep doing that forever you're gonna you're gonna die um, you're gonna get sick you're gonna crash if you drive you know the whole bit like there's a there's a, a, a reaction and equal reaction to equal action to everything that you do um, and I don't think that was the best uh, the best place to go. But I ended up, you know, slowly but surely digging myself out of the hole that I put myself in, that I let myself uh, get there. And I don't want to I don't want to blame it on anything like um, I, I, I had some, some issues before, um, you know, maybe, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. Um, I was just a really angry guy, uh, really hateful. Uh, I had some family problems that just led to me being really angry and being re really resentful um, to a certain family member 
uh, because of some actions that he did to my family and I wasn't very fond of that and it just kind of I let it get the best of me and so what it did it just ate up um, at what was inside already that was kind of brewing in there and it just kind of fed off of that and it, and it, and it lingered in my uh, in my in my soul for uh, a long while and it wasn't until um, let me uh, crack open this uh, white claw real quick let's see if this is uh, okay let's see oh yeah this stinks like cat piss um, it didn't change until I got into a really bad accident like in um, you know I think it was like 2005 or something like that I, I, 2006 something like that uh, and when that happened I kind of changed my my tone my tune and I, I toned it down a lot I toned down the anger and the hate uh, nothing was really that important anymore oh yeah that's gross um, and you know ever since then like uh, I would been chipping at my mental health um, trying to get better year by year and of course there's little bumps in the road and it all came to a head I was doing okay but you know of course you know always struggling with myself with the anxiety and the whole thing and just trying not to be awkward and that alone is is anxiety um, in itself like it makes me so anxious how awkward I am which I'm probably not that awkward but um, I feel like that um, and I feel like being around people is just like uh, you know they're gonna see the real me like I don't want them to know that I'm funny I don't want them to know that I'm smart I don't want them to know that I know everything or speak on this if I know something on it, I'm just gonna sound dumb so it's that kind of thing um, but it came to a head too when uh, my dad passed in uh, 2017 and uh, I think it was uh, late 2017 um, in September October September September October um, yeah October um, and from there it was um, it wasn't um, it wasn't good and I tried I tried I tried my best um, to deal with it myself but um, I just found that there was there was really no there was no there wasn't another road I could take at the time and I just kind of kept my head down and um, I don't want to say wallowed but I was just a very ungrateful of everything else that I had in my life and um, I just wasn't being mentally healthy for myself and um, I could see how a lot of people could face that that feeling and those um, uh, you know just that deepness and that sadness and that uh, that pit of uh, uh, that they can't dig out of and I know how that feels but uh, you know it's just it's just a terrible thing because the mental health uh, right now um, you know some people can't pay the rent uh, thank God I was able to pay mine um, not that I have a lot of money because I don't it's just you know some some months I have a lot of money and some months I have less money um, you know but you know some people really struggle um, they have no job um, they're forced to make their payments um, they're not getting their stimulus check or whatever it is their unemployment is not going to kick in for another few weeks um, you know, they have no other relatives. They have nobody that they can ask for. Their business is gone. You know, some of them are, you know, a lot of the restaurants and bars. Uh, restaurants and bars actually make uh, very good money for the employees that work there. Um, I know because I've, I've worked in nightclubs and restaurants for years and years. And I know how much the employees make. Um, and it can be uh, very lucrative. Um, and to miss that money, it can it can be detrimental, especially when you go from you know a hundred to zero um, in no time, like you know in a month. 
So I've known people who are out of who are out of work and uh, you know people who thought their jobs were secure or essential ended up being non-essential. So um, that's just that's just unfortunate because you know that all leads to you know stress. Um, where are you going to get your food? Where are you going to get your rent? How are you going to pay your bills? How are you going to keep the water on? How are you going to keep the electricity on? How are you going to do your wash? Um, you know, how are you going to put gas in your car? You can't go anywhere to get a job. Um, so it's all it's all come to a head for a lot of these people. And I can see um, someone like, especially like in New York, because it's like the hot, hot spot in, um, in the United States right now. Um, where everything is just boiling over there. It's just boiling, 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 and there's nowhere to get out. I have a friend over there who's not left her apartment in two weeks because she's so, she's so afraid of leaving. She has no food. Um, she's scared to go to the store. Um, she's out of work because she works in um, the entertainment, and that's shut down. All the productions are shut down. Um, and it's very unfortunate, like, you know, what are you going to do? That's that's a hard place to be. Um, and then sometimes you have uh, these, you know, maybe they have a landlord that's not so nice, not so forgiving, um, you know, and it's it's um, it's it can be a tough thing. It can be a really, really tough thing. So um, if there's someone that, you know, that maybe has an issue or something like that, uh, you know, maybe maybe you should check on them now that everything is I don't want to say leveling now, but it's at a, a, a at a point where we kind of understand what's going on a little more than we did last week and the week before. Uh, reach out. Everything's kind of um, the dust is settling a little bit, but uh, reach out to those people because you never know what uh, they need at the time. Maybe it's just a, a hello, a text, a call, an email, um, you know, a letter, a card. You, you don't know how much that can mean to somebody. I know how much it meant to me. And it still means to me, even if I haven't heard from a friend in a long time, um, some of the best friends that I have, I, I don't talk to every day, but I know that um, if they picked up the phone and called me, I would be delighted and would pick up right where we left off. Um, I think that's that's kind of important. Um, but, um, you know, I think it's it's a it's a good time to to spread, uh, you know, not that we're going to spread thin our, our, our well-being or our goodness, but I think it's important to share um, with others our goodness and our well-being. Um, and, you know, even if they're not asking for anything, you know, maybe that's the least you can give them uh, is your time or, you know, something, uh, a kind word. Uh, say, hey, just thinking about you. I love you. Um, you know, and I hope that everything's OK. And if there's anything I can do, uh, let me know, because, um, you know, I'll try my best uh, to do what I can do if there's something that I, I can do for you. And that's always um, a very, very nice, endearing thing to hear. And it's very endearing and nice to say as well, because sometimes it feels better to do good than to um, uh, receive. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like that, too. But uh, but I'm going to let you go. I'm going to I'm going to cut it short. Um, I'm going to cut it an hour short. How about that? So uh, I appreciate you guys uh, and girls. And um, we'll catch you next week. We'll be back with Travis and Sucker Free. And uh, thanks for listening to my rant. And I'm going to go enjoy this White Claw. Um, and uh, we'll catch you next, next time on The Flip. <laughs>